0: your reality this is hannah your host and i am so excited that you have joined us here today we are going to be talking with carissa houston she's the owner of KJ business functions and she is super excited to talk about mindset and some of the progressive changes that she has made that have impacted her life for the better uh so carissa is joining us here and i would love it if she could just start by sharing a little bit about uh herself so carissa Who are you? What are you doing? Uh, What are you passionate about?
1: Yeah, it's great to be here. So like you said, my name is Carissa. I am a mom of two boys. I have my online business where I do back-end business setup, optimization, and management for creative business owners. Um, And I'm really just passionate right now about really figuring out my mindset, where I'm at and mastering that. And I do a lot of that through meeting and connecting with others because from a pretty small town, um, there's not a ton of different outlooks and perspectives on things. So through meeting people in this online world, it's really helped to open my mind to different ways of looking at things and dealing with things. So that's really what I'm passionate about right now and working on.
0: Oh, I love that. I have a small town background as well. So I know how like things can just be a certain way and people aren't necessarily always questioning it or kind of pushing beyond it. So definitely start kind of exploring more out there. Mm,
1: Absolutely.
0: Um, so earlier you had mentioned to me that for most of your life, you've been super closed off to what we, uh, people kind of call woo woo stuff.
1: <laughs> um, yeah.
0: And so I was super curious. Um, when you say that, like, what does woo woo mean to you? Cause I know we all kind of have our, our own different interpretations and why do you think you were maybe closed off to that?
1: Yeah. So the woo woo stuff to me has always just been this like super spiritual mm-hmm stuff that people talk about right it's like this deeper connection with whether it's themselves or the Mm. planet or you know and then there's it gets into so much other stuff as i've learned where it's into like the meditation and journaling and the personal development and all of this and it always would just seem so far-fetched right because (laughs) my i mean my dad my dad raised me and he's a great man. Do not get me wrong. He's amazing, but he had no idea what he was doing with a daughter. And (laughs) so it was always this very, you know, you didn't really talk about feelings or any of that. Like if you're mad, you're just mad. You stay away from each other. Then you come back. Everything's fine. You just move on with your life. So this whole perspective of being really spiritually connected to your feelings and, Things like that was always just so foreign to me because nobody where I'm from talks about stuff like this, really. It's all very like, no, this is the way things happen. This is why they happen, because you made this choice and that was it. And there was nothing
0: else to be read into it. Uh, Yes, I definitely feel like, and I love when you mention the connection to even like personal development and connecting with yourself. Uh, Mm Because I think, you know, there is a lot for a lot of people, an element of, you know, the universe or God or whatever you want to define as something greater. But I think also that really important, like coming back to yourself and kind of learning more about who you are, what, uh, what hangups do you maybe have, what parts of you are working well and what parts of you aren't. Um, And um, until you get to know yourself, a lot of times you're just kind of shut off to that um, and, and moving through life with, with a huge lack of self understanding and awareness.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And I feel like as I've gone through this, that that has been a huge turning point, you know, because it's very, there's tons of stuff that happens to all of us throughout our lives. And I've always been a very, I still am, I'm working on it. I'm still (laughs) not a very good with like the feeling stuff. Like I can tell you what I think, but when Mm -hmm. it gets to like how I really feel about it, I, I'm not big on that, but I'm working on it. Um, but it's amazing how we hold on to so much stuff and that's kind of what has really come forward in a lot of this, um, through experiences that happened good or bad, how those really kind of become interwoven into who we are and why we act the way we act and the things that we do and being able to see that, the way that you react to something is really tied to something within you that's either unresolved or it's all very mind blowing. If I'm being honest. Yes.
0: I find myself shocked by how deeply I've internalized certain things that really impact like my ongoing decision-making emotions, reactions, um, yeah. Oh, my gosh. The, the things that are within us, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so when you started um, thinking more about these things or venturing more into them, was it like a deep dive where you just had this experience, kind of a big thing? Or was it just kind of incremental, step by step, you started looking more into um, these areas?
1: Yeah. So when I started this business, um, it kind of really broke me into all of this because when you get into the online business world, everybody's talking about, you know, there's coaches and everything and they're all talking about it. And I was like, these people are loony for one. Like, I don't even know (laughs) what they're talking about, the moon and the stars and all this crazy stuff. Um, But then I started actually making connections and I met um, a lady in one of the business groups and she's very she's like a big yoga person and really, and all of that stuff. And I got on a call with her and she was just very relatable. Like she didn't fit into this box of like what I thought these people were like. So she was very, me and her had a great connection. Um, and I just, fell in love with her and so it started to really open up my mind to like okay so maybe these people aren't just like crazy lunatics (laughs) who like sit around in a room with like their incense and just do crazy stuff for no reason maybe there's something behind it so she kind of started um opening my mind to a lot of that stuff and it was a great experience and it kind of opened me up to like actually reading and listening to what other people had to say Hmm. And then throughout, it's kind of just been a very slow process, which it's good. And it's it's good for me that it's been kind of a progressive thing because I've been able to see how things have changed. Um, a girlfriend of mine recommended um, the book, The Power of Now. And I haven't got all the way through it yet, but just through the way that, that the book describes things it's not so far-fetched it's not so out there it's very like to the point not a lot of fluff and it really helped me to be able to sit and evaluate things differently that you know we really control the way that we see things and how we react which of course we all know that but implementing it is something completely different um and after reading that I was able to kind of Make some shifts that I see is huge for me, especially in like my daily life with the way that I handle things.
0: Oh, I um, and I love that some of the words you're using are words like analyzing or evaluating, because I think a lot of times we think, you know, we have this perception like, oh, it's just way out there, like sitting in the shadows, or you know, <laughs> yeah. who even knows what you're doing. And I love that even if you're, you know. A, even if you don't think that there's an appeal to you, um, in some of these different changes, the honest truth is, even if you're a very analytical person or you like to evaluate things or look for progress or identify patterns, um, you can have mindset shifts and look into some things that you've never experienced before and still like recognize that part of yourself that wants to analyze. And so I love that, that that's some of your feedback about the book, like it, um, you know, helped you, analyze, you know, evaluate, identify um, things that we think of maybe as a little more scientific, you can still mm-hmm. tap into that part of yourself. It doesn't just have to feel like this big amorphous blob of like, who knows what we're doing?
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. that. That's <laughs> very much how I am. I'm very like analytical. I need to like plan. I need to understand and know all the facts and move mm-hmm. forward. And so kind of just diving into this Head first with like, okay, I'm just gonna give up on a whim and just pack up all my stuff and throw my kids in the car. We're just gonna like go on this spiritual adventure, isn't realistic to me in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> but being able to learn things about myself and the way our minds work um has really helped me to be able to make a lot of those shifts in a way that made sense for me. Cause like you said, we're all different and some people can dive in and I'm just not one of those. I need to like really understand what's going on first.
0: Yes. Oh, I love that. And I feel like so many people identify with that. And then you either feel like, oh, you can't say that. Or like, you, you know, because (laughs) you get into the online space and a lot of people really are embracing some of these alternative things that can make you feel a little uncomfortable or like, oh, no, that's not really me. Um, And Mm -hmm. that was something else I loved how you said you got on that call with someone and once you had talked to her and you started making connections and actually forming relationships, it was like, oh, maybe it's not everything I thought, right? These people that I'm really valuing um, are doing things that I used to think were not for me. And I think that no matter what it is in your life, when, when there's something that you kind of define as like this other out there thing that's not for you you tend to just think those people aren't for you. And when you start actually forming relationships and making connections, it's crazy how many things can start to be like, Oh, that's not what I thought. Right. Yeah. Like the relationship and connection is so huge.
1: <laughs> yeah, it really is. And especially in, you know, coming from a small town, it's very, everybody's very like-minded. There's always going to be somebody, you know, and you've got like your crazy aunt Sally or yes. something who, who does, you know, smokes too much weed and, <laughs> lives in a trailer and you know there's always those those ones but for the majority everybody's got the same outlook and the same perspective on things and it's always everybody else is kind of like this outsider that you you are kind of like shunned if you're like accepting these like crazy out there people but it's not it's not like that at least in my experience I mean of course there's people that we come across that we connect with and we don't connect with Mm-hmm. um but being able to like reach out and see other people's perspectives and see how things have impacted them and just the shifts that happened it opened me up to like okay well so they're not asking me to like sit for you know a whole day in a dark room with <laughs> incense burning and like reconnect <laughs> with my inner child or anything crazy like that it can be Things that make sense for me and that can make a big impact, even if they're little compared to what some of the shifts that other people are making.
0: Yes, I love that. Like it can connect to you and who you are as a person. And speaking about other people, because I know a lot of times when you start kind of, experiencing shifts in your life you feel like your mindset's changing and you know whether that's something really small like I'm trying to be more positive about things I used to always rag on or you know something really big like I'm going to a meditation retreat or you know I'm like really Mm -hmm. launching it um there can be this struggle with like what's happening with the other people in your life right this kind of everyone else um Mm -hmm. I know like for myself um like when you mentioned your dad, it, it kind of made me chuckle because I had recently on my email list sent out this meditation um, that I had made and my dad is on my email list because he's my dad and he loves me and <laughs> <laughs> but his you know response was like oh, that felt a little uh, new agey <laughs> which is yeah. his like very nice Midwestern way of being like, I don't know if this is a good idea
1: <laughs>
0: um, new- and- worried about
1: your sanity and where you're going with things. That's something my dad would be doing.
0: (laughs) Yep, exactly. And so, you know, it's hard not to want to like filter things through to like make them acceptable. So everyone in your life can feel really good about what you're doing. But at some point, like you just have to let that go a little bit, especially if you want to grow. So how have you kind of released some concerns about, you know, everyone else? Um, And how has that you know, uh, positively impacted your life?
1: Yeah. I mean, the main thing that I have focused on and am focusing on right now is just me and Mm -hmm. my, you know, basically me and my kids and trying to make really big, they seem really big to me, but they're small, small shifts that help with the way that I, um, just process and deal with things day to day. I always was very concerned with you know, my dad, of course, what he thought and, oh, I, you know, if I do this, he's going to be disappointed or this or that. Mm -hmm. And always just very concerned with what everybody else thought. And that really affected the choices that I made and the things that I did for me and my kids, because Mm -hmm. I let that kind of overtake what I really truly wanted. So that's kind of where I'm in this place where I'm evaluating what what do I really want? And I can tell you, this has been an insane process because you sit down to do this and you're like, well, I don't freaking know. Like I've been a mom for 10 years. I don't know Mm -hmm. what I want anymore. Um, and it's kind of just gotten to the point that I, I don't really care. My dad doesn't really understand. Um, I'm going through like a lot of shifts based Mm -hmm. on me wanting to do things for me that I want to do. And that make me happy and not so much caring that he's upset because he's going to, I'm going to do something that's going to upset him. It's <laughs> inevitable, but not letting that kind of control and manipulate the things that I do and being able to let go of that has been tremendous because nobody's going to really get it the way that you get it for yourself. and. That's the biggest thing that I'm kind of taking away right now is me figuring out what I want and where I want to go and what I want to do is way more important than not doing those things because I don't want to make somebody else uncomfortable or upset or anything so it's it's been a very big
0: change Oh, I love that, and yeah, I think at the end of the day it's like man, the people who are gonna judge you are gonna judge anything and then like the people who love you you know that you have a lot of respect for and you know like uh you know for some of us that might be a parent or a relative a spouse a friend um and I feel like those are the hardest people to like kind of break out of old patterns when you're around them Mm -hmm. because you know and I think that goes to our sense of connection right and this fear that like if I change who I am and start becoming different will this new version of me be rejected? And then what? Right? Like that's kind of this core fear so many of us have. But I think that the people who genuinely love us, even if they don't get it and they don't understand, they continue to genuinely love us. Um, Yeah.
1: And and that's been a big part of this too, because I took a big, I've always been really close with my dad. Um, Mm -hmm. He's got acreage. So I'm always over helping with Mm -hmm. farming and haying and all of that stuff. And just that's kind of the community that we have here. If somebody needs help, you go help them. That's just how it goes. And I've kind of taken a lot of steps back and within myself. And I I feel like a lot of people have taken it personally Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. because there's been a lot of friends and things that nobody really understands what's going on with me. And I'm just at this point where I don't feel like I need to explain it to anyone. Um, I'm not. You know, I'm doing what's best for me and my kids. We're taking care of all of those things. The specifics behind why I do what I do or the choices that I'm making, I feel like are mine mm-hmm. to own the consequences for the outcomes for anything. And I'm just trying to get really comfortable with not going to everybody else for acceptance and to tell me, oh, yeah, you're making the right choice. And because I feel like as women, especially we go to our girlfriends, right, mm-hmm. or yeah. our moms, <laughs> And we're like, Oh my God, I'm going to do this. Like, what should I do? Is this good? Is this bad? Like somebody help me decide what to do. And I'm just trying to be more within myself and be able to make those choices and those things on my own. And I feel like at almost 30, I should have this figured out by now, but (laughs) obviously, obviously I don't. Um, and it's just very much being able to be connected with who I am and what I really want and making choices based on that instead of somebody else's input.
0: Yes. I love that. And it's so empowering to start feeling like this is a choice that I made. And regardless of anybody else's feedback, I'm the one living it. So I'm the one who needs to feel really good about it. And if I do, we're good.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's very, very important. And that's one of the biggest things that I've been able to kind of, embrace it's hard like don't don't get me wrong there's still days where I'm like oh my god they all hate me what in the world am I even doing (laughs) but it's also they're still there they still love me I just feel I've kind of um oh what's the word I'm looking for I've separated myself from Mm -hmm. everyone trying to process this and as soon as I reach out and I make contact and let them know I'm okay and this is you know, the, everybody's still fine and open with it. I just feel like you, you know, you kind of separate yourself to process and deal with stuff and then you just need to reconnect because we all need that, that reconnection and that connection with family and friends to really help us feel complete.
0: Yes, I would definitely agree. Um, Okay. So I know that that you were talking about kind of this mindset or, you know, kind of the woo woo stuff was something you came about online, which was connected to, you were starting your own business, um, which kind of relies on these online spaces and, and online businesses and entrepreneurs. Um, So some of your initial shifts, I know, you know, were really connected to your business. So I'm, I'm curious if you had to think about where were you at just kind of personally, you know, personal development, all of that, as you started your business, as opposed to where you are now, like, what are some of the differences that you notice in yourself? A lot of the
1: differences that I notice are being able to be more confident in myself and the things that I'm doing in my business and the way that I'm interacting with people. Um, I still have a hard time with knowing what to even write on social media because Mm -hmm. that's just kind of, I think the way it goes in business and we overthink and tear oh, ourselves yes. <laughs> into a million pieces about, we should do this, no, this. And then you, you just have a million things going on. It's always a very specific way that you're supposed to do things, right? You're supposed to interact with clients one way. You're supposed to build connections one way. You're supposed to get clients one way and do everything a very specific way. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning, that's how I was really trying to do things. Very professional, very this straightforward. Um, and don't get me wrong, the professional and all of that is is still very important because you are running a business and you're interacting with people. And you're trying to grow, and as this has gone along, I've been just more comfortable with being myself and opening up to people and just you know some people are going to get it, some people aren't. and that's everyday life anyways. The online world is just so much bigger, and there's so many other people. and I don't try to worry too much about what people are going to say because they all have something to say anyways. and if it if you let it affect you and you bring it in and you internalize so much of that, that it only has a, a snowball effect, um, on the way that you deal with things and you're not going to want to put yourself out there as much. So w- in the beginning, it was very st- strict and just, mm. I need to work with everyone and I have to make everybody happy and I have to do all mm. of these things. And as I've gone through this process, I've really learned that making connections with good people, good people who I really connect with makes all the difference in how you work with them in a business relationship as well, because you're invested more so than just a business, a client, anything like that. You're invested personally in their success and seeing Mm -hmm. them do good and watching them move forward. And it's been really gratifying to see how when I make better connections with people and I'm really working with people who are my people, then mm. the things that happen for them and for me both are way different than if I'm just working to work and get it done and move on to the next thing. So um, I hope that answers your question. That was kind of all over the place. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I love that because I definitely agree. Like, it can be tempting when you get into the online space, like, oh, like, you know, I'm growing my business, I'm going to take everyone. And it is like you end up with clients that you don't necessarily connect super well with or it's like, okay, I'm just doing ABC now you can pay me and we're done. And that's mm-hmm. not super fulfilling or positive for either of you. And when you like get, when you have the confidence to be able to say, I don't think this is a good fit for me, I'm going to pass on that. I'm not even going to reach out to that because I, I can just see that I'm not going to have a connection there. Um, the kind of work you're doing, I think like just elevates because you start working with things you're passionate about, you care about, uh, you're invested in, and it makes a huge difference in the joy that you take in your job. And then also, like you say, your output, your connections, you're, um, kind of on both ends. I think it's so helpful when you're willing to say no and you realize that's okay because I need to do things that are fit for who I am. So I love it. Yeah. That. Yeah. And, and, and it's very It's very different, of course,
1: across the different types um, of businesses that there are. You know, I work with photographers and web designers Mm -hmm. and things like that. And it's very different the perspectives that some people have on, okay, well, you probably shouldn't say that because, you know, they're going to not, somebody, you're going to off put people and you're going to lose people. And it's kind of, it's not really that way. Of course, there's going to be people that don't agree with the way you do things. But if you look in the online space, I mean, there's some people that do, some out there stuff. And mm-hmm. they've got they've got their people. Um yes. and you've got people who are very professional and everybody's got their people. So getting so wrapped up in trying to appeal to everyone really affected my business as well because I wasn't really focusing in on anybody and a lot of coaches and things will talk about really finding your ideal client and mm-hmm. and focusing in on that. I I don't so much agree with, with that per se, but connecting with who you really are and who you really want to work with. Um, not so much to like, what's their name? How many kids do they have? Like that doesn't make any sense (laughs) to me, but, um, just connecting with who you want to work with, knowing the type of person that you work well with. And it's, it doesn't have to be just some yoga teacher at all. It could be a yoga teacher. It could be a, Farmer, it could be a million different things that people think the same way that you mm-hmm. can connect with. It's just all in how you how you put yourself out there, and you won't find those people unless you put yourself out there how you really are.
0: Yes, oh, I love that putting yourself out as who you really are. Right, and I know like when I first started as a VA, and I was you know I was starting to do interviews with people, and I just have this natural tendency to want to like be who you want me to be, (laughs) Um, you know, so kind of like read the room and like, just like supply that basically. And I'm very adaptable that way, which is a pro and a con. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But I think like a huge thing to me as I came into the online space and I was becoming a VA was like, I have been at jobs where I'm miserable because I've been who people needed me to be. And I have not been able to be just who I naturally am. And so like the promise I kind of made to myself was like, I'm going to 100% be me. And if someone doesn't want to work with me, literally based off of that, it would have been a terrible fit because I would have constantly been stressed about like not being myself so that they could feel really good about our working relationship. And so it's like, okay, like just this confidence and like, I'm going to absolutely be who I am. And I love my clients and they love me because I just am who I am. And I'm not like trying to do this persona because I do that to myself and it's exhausting. And I have just gotten better, better, but like walking away from like fake Hannah who will like, you know, be what the people need me to be. (laughs) And just I'm like, if I'm myself, there's people who need
1: that. And that would be awesome. (laughs) Yeah. There's always when I worked at an office, I'm very I'm very blunt. I'm like my hmm. my. I'm like a elevated version of a redneck is where I'm at. Okay. Like that's kind <laughs> of what I that's what I what I put out there. So when I'm working with just coworkers and things that we had a you know good friendship. I'd be one way, and like the second a client would walk in, they'd they'd all look at me like I was crazy, like I had a horn growing out of my forehead or something, (laughs) because they're like this is not anything like you. Like how do you flip the switch like that? And I'm like I I don't I don't know. They're like you can go from telling everybody and cussing and yelling and whatever (laughs) you're having a good time to like super professional and yes ma'am no ma'am. They're like it's very disturbing.
0: <laughs> I'm like,
1: oh, you're fine. It'll be
0: fine. That's what I've gotten that feedback from my husband before. Like, yeah, just like um, the way you could like switch over for people is like a little alarming.
1: <laughs> yeah. You have multiple personalities or something going on. You need yes. to. Have-
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. so true. <laughs> um, Okay. So before the interview, you had mentioned that you used to just kind of Think or believe that it was acceptable to just generally be struggling, be unfulfilled, um, you know, kind of that just getting by, which a lot of people I think identify as feeling like they're just getting by. Um, so if you used to think that that was just acceptable, that was normal, it's just how it is, how would you say that your perspective on that has maybe kind of changed a little, or what does your life look like now that just getting by isn't good enough?
1: Yeah, so. This all kind of really stems from, um, I was married before and I, that's my da- my kids' dad and me and him did not have a good relationship. It did not end well. And it's kind of just been six years of a living hell of us just digging at each other and not being able to communicate. And I couldn't even get on the phone with this man for more than five minutes without wanting to just reach through the phone and strangle him. So it was very, it's always been very, very tense. And he's kind of come and gone. And it's always been a very sore spot for me with my kids. Um, You know, when you're trying to deal with that and help them process their feelings and you feel one way, but you can't really share that with them. So you're trying to play like devil's advocate for everything. And it was always just this very heavy, heavy thing on me. Mm -hmm. And that he was just like lurking there in the background to pop up in random Mm -hmm. times and drive me completely batty. And since all this had started, it's really been the last probably three months. I sat down with him on the phone and I was like, listen, we can't keep doing this. I can't, I can't do it. I'm exhausted. Mm -hmm. I'm stressed. I'm literally think I'm going crazy. <laughs> so I need to, we need to figure out how we can work together. And we talked, we had a good conversation, which is the first conversation we have probably had in six years that didn't end us screaming and hanging up on each other. It was not good. Mm-hmm. So it was a great conversation <laughs> to have with him. And really a lot of that, being able to do that is just me letting go of, all the stuff that I thought he should have done or the things I thought he should do with the kids or Mm -hmm. I mean, anything it's, it's me letting go of trying to have control and punish him for choices that he made because he's the one who has to live with his choices and the things that he's done anyways. And me trying to like push that on him just made so much tension with us. And there's still things about him, you know, he still is who he is. Mm -hmm. I completely understand that. And a lot of my family um, has a hard time now with me communicating with him. And they're all very Mm -hmm. like, don't let him suck you back in. Don't let him, you know, deceive you. Don't let him kind of manipulate the way that you're thinking. And it's not even like that at all. It's just me being able to know that my sanity and my like mental stability is more important than fighting with him over things that could, could not happen. Who knows what's really gonna go on. It's just a big part of me letting go of all of that stress and pressure that was me basically just clinging on to all this negative hmm. stuff. And that's really where in the last, like I said, two, three months, the biggest shift has happened with me because I can sit down and have a conversation with this man that I could literally not stand Mm -hmm. to look at. And that's been huge in my mind. It's been a big shift in just the way that I act day to day, the way that I process things, because if I can forgive him and move past things with him, I know that there's really big shifts and things going on with me because I was never going to do that. I was Mm. like, it's all very just it's gotten very real at this point Mm -hmm. that there's
0: big shifts going on oh my gosh and I love that because I feel like a lot of times when we have someone uh, toxic or negative or who just hasn't worked well in our lives we can get really hung up on like when they change x y and z when they apologize, when they do this, when they do that, like that's the only thing that could ever fix anything. And obviously it's like great if another like human takes it upon themselves to to apologize, to change, all that good stuff. Um, But I love that even without that, you can find ways to let go of things, to release some control of things, to find a place of peace within yourself in the way that you're handling it, even if he didn't change really at all. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, and that's been the biggest thing, you know, he's he's very much so one of those people who will tell you everything you want to hear. I mean, mm. you know that he's completely out there that it's <laughs> not going to happen and it's really not. So I always clung to that like why do you feel the need to lie? Why do you feel the mm. need to make up these stories and do like you know that I know that's not what's going on. <laughs> like I'm not an idiot. I know what's going on or at least I know that isn't happening. Uh Um, and so I held on to this, you know, he's, he's lying and that somehow I allowed all of that to affect me. He lives in another state. I don't interact with him daily. It's nothing like that. So why I was allowing the choices he was making to affect me so much is really what was like, okay, yeah, no, this is done. I need to really let him be and do what he's going to do. Help to kind of allow him because I, I mean he always tells everyone that I was awful to him and whatever, but really it was probably just the energy that I was putting off. I never went out of my way to not allow him to interact or be a part of things. Um, but I also didn't put any value in anything that he brought to the table, so it wasn't it wasn't the energy that I was putting out that I was okay with him at all and mm-hmm. it's been a very big shift for both of us. He's been more consistent in the things that he does with my kids and just interacting with them mm-hmm. since it and so it's very it's very um kind of enlightening to know that nothing with him has changed. He's still the same person and he's probably always going to be that person. I hope that he, you know, moves forward and does great things. Um, but even if he doesn't, I can be okay with just letting go of that. And that's him and that's his life. And those are his things. And these are mine and me being able to let go of all that negative stuff has helped improve at least his relationship with my kids. And that's the most important thing to me
0: yes oh my goodness I love that I feel like that's so powerful especially for anyone who's dealt with you know kind of that other person in your life that that has created this kind of issues or or that you've just been kind of locked in that dead battle of like nothing's ever changing but this is really miserable for everybody (laughs) yeah so yeah I think that is super encouraging and if you could encourage the listeners with, you know, one piece of wisdom from your journey or or if you could just tell people one thing about your journey, what would you want to leave them with?
1: I would just tell everybody that even if you think some of this stuff isn't for you and it seems super far out there, to start start small. Um focus on something that bugs you, hmm. even just a little bit and and research and look out and see the different perspectives, make, make connections with people that think about things differently than you do. And be open to the fact that while every suggestion somebody makes to you and the way that they do things or handle things, probably, you know, they're not all going to be for you, but being able to take bits and pieces of those and move, move forward in yourself and implement small changes can really make a big difference even if it isn't like a light bulb everything changes is one day and now all of a sudden i'm never going to say anything like <laughs> it, i'm not going to cry and i'm going to be happy all the time and you know it doesn't have to be like that it can be really small stuff about just really connecting with who you are and what you really need and want
0: i love that the small stuff and always connecting back to who you are and what you're seeking in your life yeah not trying to just take on somebody else's like you know, morning routine and lifestyle and like all of your practices. like it just doesn't yeah. work. Like think about your life, and, uh, that's so good. Um, Carissa, if people want to connect with you, either about business, life, they want to work with you, uh, how should they find you?
1: Um, I have a Facebook page, and I have um, my email is info com. You guys are more than welcome to reach out anytime, even if you just want to, you know, virtual high five or anything like that, um, or ask any questions, you're more than welcome to. Oh
0: my gosh. I love that so much. And I will link to Carissa's information down in the show notes. Also, um, if you like to see it in writing and you're not just, you know, taking notes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Carissa, thank you so much for joining us today. It was such a pleasure to talk with you. Thank you. You have a great day. Thanks. You too. Thank you so much for joining us today. I am always so grateful when we have listeners who are engaged and active. So I would love to hear more from you. You could visit me on my website, www.rorschachyourreality.com. You could find me on Instagram, at Rorschach Your Reality.